eyes ready to go. All right, we're here at episode one, the Fresh Podcast with Mr. GQ. And today, we got a guest, Santa Monica's own. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. One of the OGs of the reality show game. Oh, excuse me, reality show, period. 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 All right, don't get me twisted, my brother. The real world. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have Cyrus from the real world, Boston. That's what's up, nigga. A.K.A. Big Sire, baby. What's going on, bro? Same old shit, different day player. Just how they getting it right now. I can dig it. I can dig it, man. It's good having you all here today. Thank you, sir. Always good for the invite. I come out for the homies whenever they need me. You need me for your podcast, y'all give me a shout. Need me for your TV show, y'all give me a shout. Need me to dance a little cheek down by the airport, y'all give me a shout. Look at him. Ah. Plugging plug it already. <laughs> plugging it already. We like two minutes into it, and he's already plugging. Hey, somebody got to do it, nigga. Shit, why not? Nah, I Selfish promotion. I feel you. That's I the name you. of the game. It's good having you. It's good having you. So this is episode number one. Thank you again for tuning in with us. Yes. We streaming Facebook Live. So tell us, man, how you been? How you been? Shit, motherfucker, life is good, homie. Like, I don't know what motherfuckers are talking about. Life is hard on the boulevard. I got this problem, that problem. Nigga, I'm living the best life possible. Hey, that's Thoroughly my enjoying that's my, my shit right now. I don't give a fuck. Cyrus, to know me is to know I'm having a blast. That's it. Across the board. I, I don't give agree. a fuck. Daytime, nighttime, morning time. We met, we met, uh... Partying, matter of fact. I remember Kentucky Derby. Hey. It was going down in the biggest way possible. So, My man's horse won, too, that year. Yeah, got money. Yes, yes, he got dope. But that was a good look, man. You know, we've been cool with all, ever since. I, I hate the fact that some cats think that they turn Hollywood because they get on TV a little bit or some kind yeah. of bullshit like that. I think I'm the same motherfucker now that I was then. Yeah, yeah. If you know me, I'm partying for sure. I'm going to play some ball for sure. And I'll have a good motherfucking time for sure. And if you're around me, it's gonna rub off on you. I can I can attest to that. The first time I met this dude, he gave me his phone number. Was like, yo, just hit me up, holler at me. I was like, oh shit, you cool ever since. Cool, cool ever since. Hey, I think it was at the uh, we went to that fucking. Uh, it was Four Street Live. Yeah, then we went oh, to Coco and Ice Tea party, Live. right? Yeah, I yeah. I was hosting that shit with Coco and Ice Tea. I got with them too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ice Tea man, dope as fuck. I was trying to. Uh, I seen him. I was like, yo, I'm from Louisville. I live out in L.A. Uh, welcome out here. That's he was nice. like, oh, nice to meet you. I said, yo, can I get a little pic real quick? He said, yeah, come with me, come with me. So I'm following him and shit, and then the police who was escorting him, like, stopped me and shit. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, he said, go with me. He said, go with me. So, like, Ice-T was, like, pointing at me. was like, him, him, I want him, I want him. I just looked at the police like, I told you, I told you. Yeah, fuck, the, fuck LMPD, man. That ain't shit, man. But, yeah, man, he was cool, and he was just like, he tapped Coco. He said, hey, baby, turn around. Let's take a picture with this man. I was like, oh, shit. Ah. This motherfucker's a pimp, man. In the back of his mind, he said, nigga, you better not look my woman too hard. I wasn't, man. No disrespect. No I was. Ah. <laughs> I was looking at that thing. That thing was in the house. Shout nigga. out to Coco, man. Shout house. out to Coco. Yeah, Coco. Yeah, he's saying that. Coco and Ice-T, they go down like that. Oh, hell yeah. But yeah, man, I met him uh, at 4th Street, man. Why, why the fuck was you in Louisville anyway? I was there for dirty, fool. Actually, I was hosting a party and shit. Um. Who would have brought me in? The Improv brought me in. Name yeah. and lights and shit on 4th Street Live. And you had the Drake's too. And uh, I was like, I, don't, I, had, I had some kind of shit going. Some kind of party. That's all I remember. Yeah, but they yeah. brought me there for Ice-T's party. I was the MC that night. And um, the night didn't go as planned, so I didn't have to get on the mic like that. But uh, I was in the house, and they paid me. Hell yeah, I was walking around 4th Street, butted, and just ran into him. And we've been cool ever since, man. Crazy how the universe works. Hell yeah, you telling me, nigga. So yeah, this is the Fresh Podcast, you know. But today... 
We're going to keep it real. Uh, real, real. You fucking with me, ain't nothing phony over here, nigga. Hey, so that's why they put you on the real world. I don't give a fuck. All right, if so. If it happened, I'm going to talk about it. So we want to start from the beginning, man. Yep. We stated you're from Santa Monica. Tell us, let's start from baby side up. Baby side up. I mean, what is there to say, nigga? Beautiful ocean, beautiful people. And uh, in a beautiful city. Like, it was a good look. We talked about L.A. earlier and how was Bane coming up. Briefly, oh, briefly talk, talk about that growing up. Yo, cats don't understand. The 80s was a motherfucking problem. If you were black or Latin and you was on the west side, gang violence was running rampant. And people don't understand, like, Santa Monica, nigga, you will get cut, shot in a heartbeat. It's always been like that. They got, you know, the Graveyard Crips over there, 17th Street Vatos, 11th Street. Uh, they had the back hood. HRC, High Roller Crips, all the cats in the back. It's like, Santa Monica's only three miles by three and a half miles, dog. Right, right. And Santa Monica don't get along with Venice. They got Venice Shoreline Crips. They have E13 and Breakwater Locals. Like, they don't get along with each other at all, and they border each other. Then you got Culver City. They call them Kakas, or we call them Kakas, but it's Culver City 13. They don't get along with nobody. And then you got Sotel, which is West LA, which borders, all 40 cities border each other. And they never got along. And cats don't understand, nigga. You will get cut, shot, stabbed in a heartbeat. And that's how it was coming up in, on the west side, dog. Like, I got jacked. I saw my first dead body at nine years old, first off. God damn. Um, I jumped over. We were playing tag and shit. And I jumped over the body behind the apartment building. And uh, it was a dead body. That's crazy. At nine years old, my little black ass was playing with my little wrestling man. And he was seeing dead bodies. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, she was wild, man. Yeah, you know, gang violence is real though out here. Like other countries try to emulate, I would say what's taking place and and or what took place, but they don't really understand how it was to like wear a certain color, wear a certain jacket, wear a certain team, wear cornrows. Like back then, you were cornrows, nigga. You was banging no matter what. You had your shit cornrowed up. Somebody sweating you all day long. They'd be like, nigga, what set you from, cuz? What set you from, (laughs) blood? Nigga, what what hood you from, SC? Like. All day long, you'll hear that shit. Yeah. And somebody gonna take off on you, for sure. You get punched in your shit or shot or stabbed. Like, it's just like that. Right. And that's how it was on the West Side, dog. And cats don't understand, like, that was real. That ain't just the movies. That ain't just TV. That's how it was, dog. That's life. Hell yeah. Real talk. So, what kept you from getting into all that bullshit in the street and catching up and all that? My daddy was a gangster. What are you gonna do? My brother's a world-renowned fucking gangster. Straight mm. black cholo. Uh, Sedanio tatted on his chest. He did his years, hella years. Uh, walked Pelicans Bay solo. I mean, my brother was a bad, bad motherfucker. One of the first cats to be banned from Los Angeles. Oh, shit. Yeah, I heard like, about that. Like, just don't cross the city line here. You got problems. Woo. Yeah, that's that real shit. One thing people will know, and some people won't know, a lot of people in Santa Monica will know is, you a hooper. I mean, I do my thing. Don't say just Santa Monica, homie, because I'm from... Well, well, no. I'm, I'm, the jump shot is known worldwide, nigga. We were going to get there. But people in Santa Monica, they know. I mean, they, they still shit the name. The name Cyrus is going to be associated with basketball for sure and partying as well. So if you if you feel like you can take Cyrus, y'all can meet him down at, uh, at the courts. Any day. Santa Monica. He's Any down day. there. And if you really down, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, I'm going to tell y'all a story. So I went the first time hooping. I'm looking up to go get a rebound. And I felt like somebody kicked me in the back of the leg or they hit me with a pole. When I turned around and everybody was down at the other end of the court, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And then I tore my Achilles. He said the dude ran into me and couldn't stop and hit me in the leg. And, the man, I was fucked up for like 10 months. I was in a boot and all of that. So you got got a worldwide jump shot. 
I mean, I'll give you buckets. Okay. If you're hungry, I'll give you a healthy serving of buckets all across the board. Don't let me. You better guard me as soon as I cross half court. If not, you got a problem. All right. So, uh, what university were you putting buckets up in? I, I mean, I played all over. I finished out University of Hawaii. University of Hawaii. I was out there a while ago doing my sizzle, making it work, making it happen. You went across the water. But a, but a quick shout out though. Right now, you know they're going through that that hurricane right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah most definitely. Hawaii. If any of y'all listening, I'm just uh, sending love and blessings to you guys right now, because uh, hopefully we get through this one okay. I know the, the storm is dying down a bit, but you know we're thinking about you and our our present with you. Hell yeah, hell yeah. We got enough natural disasters in the world, so yeah, big ups to them. And whew, I hope that shit blow over. But yeah, so you was out there hooping. Hawaii. How long was you out there for? I thought for three years. I played two years. Took the third year to graduate. Um, first, my family gets that degree. I had to get that. Okay, congratulations, man. Thank you, Thank you, sir. There's more to come. That's right. So, after you got done hooping, after you was in Hawaii, what happened? What happened next? Came back from Hawaii. Um, well, my summer job, I was working on Baywatch. <laughs> my summer oh, job, I was working wait, wait, at, wait, at Baywatch. Funny. No, because hold on, wait, no, it's not funny. That shit is dope. Because most motherfuckers is is uh, fucking working at a car wash or cutting grass and doing some shit. I have never done such. My summer job, I was working at fucking Broadway <laughs> cinemas and shit, man. And oh, really? Really? man, that shit was weak as fuck, man. I didn't. My highest that. check, we got paid every week. My highest check was like a hundred and like twenty something dollars. Really? And when we get that shit, was duty wild. I hated it. But it's okay, so your first job, your it summer job, well, your, your summer job, coming back. I would back. come home, uh-huh. and um, we have to be up at like 6 in the morning, okay. head to the beach. Oof. It'd be us and, you know, I'd say maybe 70 other people. Bitties and titties and titties. I mean, it was the beach, of course. I know. Um, God damn. I was out there working on my tent. I feel uh, you. Playing a little ball, a little boogie board, a little body surf, a little surf. I had an accident at the wedge, though, so I slowed down and surf shit. <laughs> Um, hey, you know what? I surfed for the first time. Uh, you didn't stand No, in January, man. What the fuck you talking I about? I surfed uh, in January. Shout out to uh, Alice, your little crazy ass. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was out there in, uh, in Australia, man. That motherfucker, she took me surfing, man. I had fun. That shit was dope. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bro. brothers can swim. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I can swim. Apparently, y'all don't know. We can swim, not dog paddle. I was paranoid from the sharks and shit a little bit, but I was like, fuck it, man. These little eight-year-old kids, they riding the waves, I'm going to do it, too. That's I was so, nervous so, as fuck. So you tell me you stood up? I did stand up a little bit. Yo, she just got she just got physically pedaling, meaning a quick little whoop, whoop, and down. <laughs> I ain't going to front. No, shit. I sucked. I sucked. It happened. I'm going to keep it G. But all right, go ahead. So you yeah, was surfing every day. Baywatch. Um, play football on the beach, surf every day, talk to the little girls running around. Um, it's crazy, man, because like, I was there for... The beginning in the first day, your girl Jamie Lee. What's up, Jamie Curtis? No, not Jamie Curtis. No, Jamie Lee. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Old girl. What the hell is her name? <laughs> she started. She started pimps and hoes. Those parties with with Robin back in the day. With Jamie, something. She was firing the Pamela though at the time. I'll say that for sure. She's bad in the month, but shit, I gotta think. I don't know. Dude, she's on that 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 white trash show that was out forever. The blonde chick Jamie. She's thin now, but back then she was thick as fuck. She was real, she was hella thick and hella tan. Now she's hella skinny and hella pale. Fuck. I can't think of her name right now. Come on. Somebody Google that shit. If you, if you know what I'm talking about, y'all send me that information right here online right now. I'll, I don't know. We'll talk about it. Cause uh she was a shit back then. That shit was dope. Alright, so go ahead. But the Baywatch. So the Baywatch joint was pretty dope, man. The homie um 
Eric Edelberry was, was dating Pamela Anderson for a while, too. Ooh, Elvis from Samurai. Shout out to Eric, boy. You're a lucky motherfucker, oh, man. You're a legend for that, no, bro. He, he's a, he was beastie for quite some time. <laughs> but you know I went to Celebrity High School, too. So I know, Samurai. Samurai High School was called Celebrity High School. My, my lawyer, man, he go uh, he graduated from her, too. And he ain't no criminal lawyer, either. Uh, Be getting that bag, though, in a couple months. That's what's up. Yeah! <laughs> go ahead. But yeah, so we would just show up every day, man, and, and pretty much hang out at the beach, work on your tan, talk to some girls, eat good food, and be on TV. Okay, so what was your part? What was y'all doing? Did y'all throw this kick I had several roles. I was actually yet to be one of the first black lifeguards. Ah, oh, what happened? Yeah, what do you mean, what happened? Uh, Miss Black Barbie that year. What the fuck is her name? She's Miss Black Barbie. She showed the fuck up. All natural, curved up like the Indy 500. Oof. I didn't have a chance, dog. You know, it's interesting black. you said that because our topic was going to be being black. In Hollywood, the struggles mm. we face. Yeah, that's a whole nother game. Another game. <laughs> we're gonna get into that. All right. So after the Baywatch, what happened? What were we doing? So I mean, I finished college, like I said, and I came home. I was just trying to find a gig, and um, I was doing that a little bit, but I wasn't paying a lot because I didn't get that big role, so I wasn't paying what I thought I was gonna be paying. So basically, I had to find work. Yeah. And uh, I was talking shit to basketball courts, bitching every day because all my life I've been taught. Play ball, go to school, get a degree, you're going to get a job. Right. Simple as that. It don't work like that, man. <laughs> I got down and was struggling to find a fucking job. I'd been all over the place. I'd done everything a man could possibly do. I believed in the system. I trusted in the system. Had a chance to play a little bit of ball overseas. Didn't really take it because it wasn't the right setup or the right amount of money. And Lord behold, I went in for a casting assistant job and worked for, um, for MTV. Okay. You know, Murray, basically. Long story short, did everything you can possibly do wrong in an interview, which ended up being the right thing. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, they asked me to go on the show. When you say you did everything wrong, what do you mean by that? Man, funny is, the first things first, they asked me to go type this business letter. But when you go into an interview and there's five people interviewing you for a casting assistant job, that shit is crazy. Right. Casting assistant is like, nigga, go make these copies, go make some coffee, run to the store, get us lunch, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So why is there five people interviewing me? So I don't know. Whatever. So I go to type this business letter, pull out my two trusty fingers, because <laughs> I was a two-finger typer. I'm pecking away at this damn computer, and um, I couldn't figure out how to make it pl- print. Uh-huh. And I'm in there in my three-piece suit, sweating balls. <laughs> it's like 100-some degrees out there, burning up. Uh-huh. And finally, I was like, saw this girl walking by. I was like, honey, you have one option, and that's to come in here and help me out. Now I typed it. It's in there. Just make this print. Bitch hit a button, boop, that shit print. I was like, thank God. Like, well, you know, she leave me a phone number and shit. Uh-huh. She talk later. And she gave me her digits. She walked away. Um, went into the other room, whatever. I, I'd been away for like 45 minutes probably. Finished my 45 minutes. Come back in the room. And she was like laughing, talking to everybody like, oh, we thought you left. I'm like, fuck, I ain't getting this job. My mind's like, damn. She goes, well, let me see what you wrote up. And hit me a resume anyways. I'm like, oh, shit. Anyways, like she's dissing me already. So at this time, I was so desperate, homie. I had like three resumes in my bag. One geared toward what I'd done, just work with kids. Another geared toward my major. I majored in communication and minor in child psychology. And the other was a list of 250 things that I would do for work. Okay. So I pulled out just anything. I was like, whatever. I had the one that ended up being geared toward working with kids. And we started talking. She was like, I want to know about you. What makes you you? Tell me about yourself, Cyrus. And I was like, oh, you know, I played ball out in Hawaii. I thought this was interesting. I played ball in Hawaii. I did my thing. Blah, blah, blah. She goes, no, no, no. I don't know about you. 
Yeah. I was like, well, fuck. I've been on my own since the 10th grade. I moved out. I've been doing this by myself. She was like, I want to know about you. And I said, fuck this. Something clicked in my head. I'm like, something big about to come out of this. I took these motherfuckers back to the day I was born, homie. Okay. So the story goes, mom is driving. We're at church. Uh, a funeral's taking place. And we're, she goes into labor. So we take off. I guess they were using the white one already at the, because uh, back in the day, I guess, white hearse, black hearse, one was for the hospital, one was for the funerals. We're at the funeral already. So hospital one was gone. So we jumped in the fucking thing and started driving, gave out a gas on the fucking dirt road. And literally, mom says, I popped out like a bottle of champagne. Oh, right shit. Right away. Dad passes out. <laughs> Grandma's in there doing what she's got to do. Uh-huh. The driver flags down somebody driving by, and they put us all in this random person's car driving down this fucking dirt road, drove us to the hospital. They cut the cord in the parking lot. They thought I was going to die, and they ran me in first, and then they brought mom in after that. So they always make jokes and shit, how the head flat in the back. You know, I turned to the side. See that shit flat back there? Because yeah. they laid me down in the wrong position right away. But they oh, were swabbing my mouth because they, they thought I was actually going to die or something. Damn. Something serious was happening. So they basically took that, took me in, and, and, and shit. I've been partying ever since. And you said on a dirt road. What was this at? Dirt road. I was born just outside of DeKalb County, oh, okay. uh, near Conyers, Georgia. Yeah. So they took me to okay. Grady. I'm a Grady baby. A lot of cats don't know. I'm a yeah. Grady baby. That's what's and up. so... We spent a little bit of time there. I was born, though, fat, though, into an 18-bedroom home. All that good shit. You got to check out my book, man. I'm writing my book right now, too. So Oh, shit, okay. With my folks, the, the autobiography of my life is going to be real, and the cat's going to be, you're going to be sitting on the edge of your seat the whole fucking time. Oh, right? yeah, it's yeah. Real. It's been fun. It's been crazy, but it's been a fucking blast. Those stories I still haven't heard. I'm anxious to hear. Oh, yeah. So, the real world. So, you went in there, and you did the interview. You did damn near everything and possibly wrong. <laughs> But they fucked around and picked you. Down to get a number. One, the number I got from that girl right. was one of the people in there interviewing me. Ah. Okay. And we locked eyes at one point. I was like, whoa. And she was like, yep, you motherfucker. I was like, damn. Yeah. But, did you, did know, you thank her for uh, picking you? So, so when I started my story off there, though, from the day I was born, uh-huh. it took like three and a half hours. And I took them from the day I was born Shit. all the way to the present. I watched them laugh. I watched them cry. I just literally just let it all out, homie. Yeah. And, and. I remember her saying, well, you're not going to get the job. I'm like, fuck. Stood up. I was out of there because I was gone. Right. Pissed off. And she's like in tears. She's like, no, no, no. We want you to go on the show. And I was like, can I get paid? <laughs> Whole room started laughing like that. I came back and sat down. They handed me a contract. I was like, sweet. Took that shit home. Uh-huh. Uh, you have a lawyer looking over? Hell no, nah, nigga. Oh, look oh, at you. Oh. You got your goddamn mind, nigga. <laughs> Oh, man. But you didn't know at the time. You didn't know. You know, young black man, you see a contract, you see some money. Fuck that. I'm signing. The money, first of all, the money wasn't like that. So the story continues like this. Okay. So basically, um, they pay us peanuts for that bullshit. A lot of people think y'all be fucking balling like that. No, you ball. You ball. But I can only say this. I made more in one hour since being on the show than I made the entire six months, including the commercial and the money we paid after that. One hour of work. Mm. So, when I think about it like that, it was still a blessing, but it's like, a nigga like me, at that time, wasn't nobody doing any of the shit that I was doing. Right. So, I created a whole new lane. None of these cats would be doing nightclubs or giving lectures at colleges and shit. Mm-hmm. I was the first to really do that shit, to make a living out of that. Right, right. So, that's, you can coin me for that bullshit. Big side definitely done that. Yeah. Done that. Hell yeah. He done that. So, you get on the real world. So, when you find out 
take us to that day when they found when they told oh. you that you was gonna be on the show. It's documented, nigga. So uh, so oh, so that was actually so, the real day on the so, baseball so court. So playing ball, nigga. Yeah. Okay. We okay. Of course, there was like I did like one interview and it was like I became an officer. I'm like, all right, we're gonna leave the camera on, but you're sitting here for five minutes. Do something, and we'll be back. And they walked out. I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? And biting my nails and shit, uh-huh. sweating bullets because I'm a sweater and shit. Next thing I know, I'm like, fuck this, cuz. I tell the camera, I'm about to go buy these Timbos because I'm about to be stomping in the snow with the big dogs in Boston. <laughs> and walked out and left. Uh-huh. They hit me on the pager. <laughs> Damn, After I, that, I missed the pager, man. I called them when I got to the crib and shit. They was like, what the fuck? Why'd you leave? I was like, look at the tape. They was like, okay. I was like, you know, I, I just, I'm like, uh, whatever. I'm ready to go. Right. Next thing I know, they're like, we want to see you play ball. They brought me in. <clears throat> they showed up at the courts in Santa Monica. I'm playing ball. We doing work and shit. Intense ass game. Niggas about to fight. People arguing and shit. <laughs> See, I know. Telegram from Mr. Yarbrough. Motherfucker rolls up on us and shit. It's kind of dope because my mentors there playing with me and shit. Okay. Mr. Mike Hearn. Shout was out on to the court. Mike. A bunch of the other homies too was on the court. And I got the letter. I just looked at that shit. I was trying to see what said. Boston. Like, you're going. You're leaving. Yeah. And I was like, bro, side going to Boston. Hell yeah. That was it, homie. That's what's up. That was it. So, after you got that news, how many days after that did you head to Boston? Probably like a month. Oh, okay, okay. Two weeks or a month. But um, cool thing was, it was just all lined up to where, I mean, it takes time to get ready to leave for six months. Right. And um, they don't give you wardrobe, so your gear got to be tight. Everything's got to be right. So, I had to get my gear right. I feel that. Like um, you're going to be on national TV? You got to be mean, fresh. You said national? International. International, sir. excuse me. My it's bad, like my bad. You're right, you're right. That shit was large. <laughs> we got it in. International yeah. player from the Himalayas. So, how was the preparation getting ready to leave home for six months? In true Cyrus fashion, party like a motherfucker. Dig, dig. Getting ready to go there and do my thing. But, you know, it was a good time because I had just started over at Century Club again. One of the hottest clubs LA's ever had. Promotion game was on point. Me and my man Stevie Love had Peach Fuzz International. Okay. Which meant we was doing work and shit. So I made so much dough at the Century Club. When I wasn't even here in another state living, I was tri-coastal for a while. I was still making money off that motherfucker. I got a message, in fact, last year about one of my female promoters that worked under me. She thanked me for putting her through law school. That's what's up. That Big up to her. Quite lucrative. So. We ever get in the gym, baby girl? You better look out for us. Ah. <laughs> Don't worry about that. It ain't gonna happen. Oh damn! We run, we run a clean game in these parts. So. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yes, yes. All right. So when you was going to Boston, what year was that? Take us back. Uh, man, you gonna have you fucking up my my young audience now? <laughs> Half these motherfuckers wasn't born. Nineteen ninety six, ninety seven, homie. Okay, okay. I was there for the huge storm in ninety seven, man. Yep, yep. We got there and the turn up was real. Got to the firehouse, uh, right there on Beacon Street. Yeah. Mount Vernon. That's something else I wanted to talk about, man. Y'all was living in an actual goddamn firehouse. That shit was dope, man. A lot of things people don't know about that, though, too, uh-huh. is it was even flyer because we had actually had a third story on there that they wouldn't let us to. Oh, Because okay. the, the, the bougie-ass city that we lived in, uh-huh. Beacon, Back Bay, or Beacon Hill, had city ordinance that didn't allow us to have any outside visible entertainment. So we had a big-ass, like, 20-person jacuzzi thing up there. What? I'm glad they didn't have that because I would really got in trouble. Ah, man. But uh, they had that on the rooftop. And we had an indoor climbing wall. Oh, shit. That, that was stolen a couple of days before. <laughs> some real mafia shit. Stole the whole 18 wheel and got up out of there. Damn. Yeah, yeah. That shit was crazy. So my time would have been wilder. Yeah. I don't know if it could have gotten any wilder, but it would have been wilder if that had gone a certain route. You dig? What was it like when you first walked in there? 
the weird thing is this, man. Like, when I first walked in, it wasn't really a shock. What was just weird is the fact the way everyone else was acting and reacting to you. So my big thing was, like, who am I going to be cool with? Who's going to be my friend? Um, I get along with everybody normally. Right. But in this situation, so many cats want to voice their opinion. And when you're from seven completely different backgrounds, that shit gets a little seedy, you dig? Hell yeah, hell yeah. And um, I quickly got my camaraderie with my man, Jason, first. And uh, Genesis, and we kind of tried to Debo the, the big room. Because <laughs> we were the first three there. And Camila wasn't having that shit. She came in like, I want this bed. I'm like, I'm even that bad as if you get up in there with me up in that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. shit. She wasn't about that life. I for that shit because cause I'm doing some work up in this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I am a 25-year-old murdering draws throughout <laughs> this land. So I got there, man, and that whole thing was set up. And I remember thinking, fuck, hope this shit works. I didn't know that both of them had alternative lifestyles uh-huh. in my room. I had no problem with that. Right. Whatever you are, whatever your preference is, I, I, I give no fucks. As long as you cool with me, I'm cool with you. Let's get it. That's right. That's and how so, it should be. That's how it should be. But at the same point in time, this shit wasn't talked about, homie. Did, like back right. in my day, you understand? Right. Our show was one of the first shows to really tackle like the gay thing, the bisexual thing. You um, know what? I had a question about that, and yeah. I will ask that right now. I was going to save it for later. For later. What was the vibe like in the house when uh, when Camila and Genesis and those little girls were all talking and the little girl said, I used to watch Ellen, but I don't watch her anymore because she's gay. I feel like I hate gay people. And then when Camila was like, well, we, we, we both know yeah. people who's gay. What if I was gay? And Genesis just broke down and walked away. What was that vibe like in the house? It never really transcended from that scene. Like you had that one scene there uh-huh. and everyone wasn't involved in it. Right. So... I don't really know from my angle, and it wasn't talked about toward me. Okay. I was kind of alienated from things like that taking place. Yeah. So, at one point, though, there was like, oh, you know, you guys wouldn't understand, you know, but it could be compared with the black-white racism thing. So, I had to speak up. Yeah. Are you out your motherfucking mind, homie? Yeah. So, I hate when alternative lifestyles try and say, oh, it's just like the black and white thing. It's like the racist. No, it's not. Because you can act a certain way and people would know that you're gay. Mm-hmm. Can I act a certain way and not be black? No, nigga. I'm black. Like, straight <laughs> up. So you yeah. don't compare apples and oranges, homie. Yeah. You compare the other shit to that. And I, I feel for you. I get that. But just don't draw that comparison because I'll crush you every fucking time. Right. The job that y'all had, they had y'all working at the after, after school, school program. Center. Yeah. Uh, what was that like? So you said that you went to college for child psychology. So working with kids probably something that you enjoyed, I would say. Yeah, I thought I was going to teach and coach, but I didn't really enjoy that like that. The problem is, is that um, it's hard when you're under a microscope like that and they're filming mm-hmm. everything. And I feel like the kids definitely didn't act like kids would normally act most of the time. So you think they kind of amped it up a little bit because they were on TV? To- I think a bit, but I think also the program, they made it seem like it was some great new innovation in like child care. Right. And it wasn't. Same shit they have every so, fucking week. I didn't really get along with homeboy. He was talking shit. Oh, the your boss. And, uh, yeah. Right. He, he, I'm cool with everybody. I don't give a fuck. But at that moment, he was kind of, you know, talking shit, trying to abuse his authority, I thought. So I had to flex on him. You know, you almost got fired. You want to tell us why you almost First got of all, fired? I didn't almost get fired. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he said one thing and the house wanted to try and vote me out. Uh-huh. So I'll be real with you, nigga. I'm a 25-year-old man and there was like... Umpteen single moms 
Uh-huh. My mentality going in was like, nigga, I'd be damned if I can't fuck half these motherfucking parents. Hey. I would. That's just how I look at it. That's I don't up. go into a game or a situation and think I'm not winning. I'm playing because I'm winning. That's right. And I'll make myself win. And that was Cyrus at that time. I felt like if I walk into this room, swag alone, I'm pulling half of them. Game alone, I'm pulling half of them. So I'm going to make something work. And I got up in there and, you know, Luetta's still my friend to this day, homie. Like, it wasn't like it was just a, a, a fucking nut. And the house thought it was just, oh, it's going to conflict with with the kids in the house. No, it's not. Like, me and her is cool. I got the gift of gab. Uh, communication's always on point. Hell yeah. And um, we had a real something because we're still in contact now. Shout out to Luetta. So, but they saw other girls coming through, so they thought I was going to murder her draws and be done. <laughs> so, it wasn't like that. Um, Luetta, quick shout out though. Um, I know you just had a, 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 a death in your family, and I just want to send my condolences to you and your family right now. If you're watching or licking, I um, just want to send you blessings and love. Yeah, same here. Respect, respect. All right, so we'll go forward with that. Living in that house, how many months was y'all in her total? Was it just a so six was, months or was it was 24 longer? weeks, like six months, dog. Six okay. long ass months. So when was the time when you wasn't being filmed? Yeah, I mean, the cameras would kind of turn off, but if he was doing something, they wouldn't. So you know me, nigga. I'm doing something every day. Hell yeah. So I was out. The camera crew was like, what the? This motherfucker don't sleep. <laughs> Ain't so nothing changed. y'all was free to go in and out? You do whatever the fuck you want to do. Just be at work. They want us at work during those hours. Okay. 20 hours a week only. Um, they just wanted us at work. What was those work paychecks like? Peanuts, nigga. I was getting five dollars an hour for that bullshit. God damn! But come on, this is Cyrus, nigga. Yeah. I gained them day one. The shit that I did had money coming in and Uh alcohol stacked up. You see in the background, it was stacks of fucking Sam Adams beer everywhere. Okay. Thinking and drinking, so I gained them. I was getting paid fifty bucks an hour, thirty-five to fifty bucks an hour to go to a bar with a huge tab to drink what I want to drink. That's what's up. And then they would still deliver 10 to 20 cases to my doorstep a week. That's a dope-ass job. So a lot of people want to know, on the real world, when y'all go out and party and all that shit, is that shit comped or do y'all have to pay for it? It happens on both levels. They don't want us to ask for anything. But a cat like me, at that time, coming through with all the swag I had, first day off the gate, nigga, I went into the dopest restaurant, sat down, I was like, look, um, I want the nicest steak you have. And I want the nicest champagne you have. And bring over some cognac. My cognac things. Bring over a nice glass of that expensive cognac. I ain't got no dough. But I think y'all should serve it. And she's like, what? I was like, go get your manager. <laughs> manager comes to us like, yo. Um, she told you to lay out. This is what I would like. If you're not down with this, I'm going to go across the street to your competitor. And um, when I come back to you, I'm going to charge double. Oh, she's shit. like, what? I was like, all right, so you're not down with this. Do me a favor. Go to the kitchen. When you get back in there, just say Cyrus is here. And if your old ass don't get what I'm talking about, somebody in there will. Okay. And I walked out. By the time I got to the elevator, I hear screams come. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Cyrus is here. <laughs> Hit the button. Ding. I was like, yeah, niggas. Played out like a movie. I was like, I'm about to kill this city. Hell yeah. And don't forget, college out there in Boston, there's 60 colleges in the 30-mile radius. Okay. A lot of that's education, a lot of women. Yes, it is. Uh, but uh, that's how that was, and so this is the first time they aired our names and what we looked like ever before the show was aired. Okay, and so it was out there. So 
I went across the street before I could even get through the front door. They were like, come on in here, Cyrus. You need to come in here. You just come by here every day. Sit here. What do you want to drink? I want this, this, and this. That's all you want? I'll do a shot of that and then bring me more. He goes, how do we get you to stay? I worked out a clean little deal. Cash. Boom. That fool dropped the dough on me. For me, it was a good look. So he dropped the dough on me. And I was like, man, this is, this is going to be a good six months. Next thing I know, I'm sitting at the bar. I got a girl on each knee. And hey, getting my head massaged. That's what's at the up. same time. That's got my The drinks are coming. The and next thing we know, there's a line down the street, Doc. And I'm just there getting it. And I knew. I was like, this is going to be a good-ass trip, homie. Getting paid to play. It's going to be a good trip. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. So being in that house, you know, with, with what is it, seven of y'all? Seven. Seven. With six different individuals. True story. How, how was that like? Just being in the mid-90s, everybody coming from different places in, our, in fucking America and the yo crazy ass in the mix with all of them. What was that like? It was cool, man. I mean, you got to understand. Like, I told you, I moved out of the house in 10th grade. Uh-huh. I was living with three other, you know, standout athletes. Uh, and the homie was related to the bus family. Saw the Laker girls in oh, the building. That's what's up. Um, I'm that guy that had a pinball machine in the house. Hey. Also, I had Space Duel in my bedroom. But yeah, what? A video game, like Astro. Oh, so, okay, Space Duel. Duel. Okay, cool, cool, cool. In, in, in the crib. <laughs> And uh, I was playing ball, and I was sponsored by Nike. Had uh, my name on the back of my kicks. My high school fraternity that I ran on the back. Nickname was OG Lunchbox. What, the what, kicks. what was the OG Lunchbox? I mean, they called me Lunchbox. They would eat niggas up on the court. <laughs> one. And the head, if you look to the side, like a lunchbox. You just grab my shit. Lunchbox. But then, you know, the ladies get beaten up, too. So hey. OG Lunch was, was synonymous with his name. That's crazy. So the... the the high school fraternity was called SPL. What's that mean? Sigma Phi Lambda. Okay. Which stood for Smooth Pimpin' Ladies. Hey. Uh, that was the real. That's the high school dog. So, you know, we had initiation and all that. I ran that for a couple of years over there. Did my thizzle. First year out the gate till we won CIF. Okay. Um, big, big, big things are gone. We also played against uh, <laughs> a couple NBA cats. We played against like Fairfax who? High, Chris Mills, and uh, Sean Higgins. Okay. And then they had uh, the whole starting five with D1. Then they had uh, Andre something. I can't remember the whole squad. And J.D. Green, the homie from Santa Monica that transferred over there to did work. He went to SMU. But uh, we fucked around and, and did some work that year, man. That's what's up. But we were supposed to be the worst team Santa Monica had in years because they have a rich tradition in basketball. In the ass, people don't know about that. You come to the ass, though, we put you down out here, homie. <laughs> and so um, that whole joint was, was just kind of lined up. And after winning that year, living on my own, doing my thizzle, you know, blocks away from the beach, we had no real guidance, dog. You wanted to come through, you came through. You wanted to come party, guys, girls, whatever, we did that. Yeah, and we did yeah. it strong. It was a good time, man. That's so I was equipped for the real world. It was the real world before the real world. When you brought a, a nice young lady from the bar, the club, to that <laughs> real world house, what was it like? It depends, man. There were some real cool girls, but then, you know, there was thoughts before thoughts. Yes. yes. You got to understand that. But there was a lot of real cool girls that I maintained friendships with till this day. That's what's up. That's so what's it's not up. like, I mean, yeah, I was a, I was a ladies' man. I won't say I was a player. I was a ladies' man. But at the same point in time, I was also someone that, that respected women and, and didn't disrespect. Okay. But you got to understand, there was, was all rebeats. <laughs> not repeat they were rebeats. rebeats so they weren't getting beat once they, they were getting it because they enjoyed themselves times. so if you're enjoying yourself why not sorry speaking of keeping in touch we got a question from uh, Timothy H 
Timothy H. Who do you still keep in touch with from your season of the real world? Man, it's crazy. So at one point in time, like four of the seven lived in Santa Monica. Oh, shit. And if you remember on the show, I preached about how the best city in the world was Santa Monica. Uh-huh. And um, Genesis lived out this way. Uh, Elka lived out this way. And Jason bought a house I had a little Santa crush Monica. on her back in the day. She was fine, man. Yeah, you know, it's what it is. But if you know the things that I know, you wouldn't say the same. Oh, 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 oh. I, no, I did not hit. Okay. I've, never, somebody else I've never beat anyone from any of the shows. I've never fucked anyone from any of the shows, dog. Ever. You tripping, boy. No, Shit. I'm not. All them challenges. Have you seen shit. the world? The world hey. is flourishing with dig. 10s and 12s. You dig. Yeah, dig, dig. I can dig it. I can dig I it. I made a great living there with some nice eights, though. <laughs> Speaking of, excuse me. Oh, yeah. So, excuse my voice. You know, I was a little sick. A little bit, you know. If Jordan can play with the flu, I can do my <laughs> podcast with the flu too. So suck my dick if you got a problem right. with it. I'm gonna unleash the bags. So I didn't sleep last night. I got paper and plastic. So something that uh, I didn't know you saw until earlier. We talked. You got mistaken for somebody. So I posted up about the podcast. If anybody has any questions, and uh, what's baby's girl name? Emily C. She Emily said. C. She said. I still hear that slap. Sometimes it wakes me up at night. Man. And I had to hit her back to be like... Okay, well, there's two things, though. You got to say understand two things. Right. Because my name starts with an S. Uh-huh. And I'm black. Yeah. I'm the one that smacked the girl. Yeah. Allegedly. In actuality, his name is Steven. Steven. He was in Seattle. Right. And he is also alternative lifestyle. Yeah. I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy women. I've never experienced a man and probably never will. Same so, here. So, one for the record, she might not notice my face on that one, but I'm like, yo, on the real... There's no way that would have been me. Yeah. I had to hit her and I had to be like, I mean, shit. I not literally. I had to hit her up. <laughs> yeah, I had, slap that was heard around the world. I had to respond back and say, wrong guy. It's still hilarious. Though. I get that all the time, though. They yeah. just know. They, they know the name or they know the head or they know the face. And, and that's my nature. It's like Cyrus is synonymous with so many things. But one will not be smacking a bitch. But you know what? Not he, me too. He slapped too. a white bitch on national TV in the 90s, and then the goddamn thing happened to him. Let him try that shit right now. The cameraman would have shot his ass on scene. Boom, get him. Yeah, the cameraman, they, they, they don't cross that line, dog. Yeah, Steven. They did every now and again, though. They had to for us. Cause yeah. There was, they don't tell you guys, but our lives were straight threatened. Oh, yeah, I bet. The whole time. Motherfuckers but, on the street. No, like, for real, for real. Not like a fight, like life or death. Oh, shit. And Explain. My, I'm telling you right now, if the yes. real world continues on, at some point, someone's probably going to die on the show. Mm. Because it's just the nature of the From, game. like, who, like, street From gangs, motherfuckers? Any and every, dog. I, I, I remember being hit up by some real, it's a lot of mafia out there in Boston. I got hit up at the bar and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm at the bar, and this white fool rolls up. He's like, it's LL Cool J. <laughs> yes, I'm rocking my Kangle. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of funny. Uh-huh. Cameras were semi-rolling. And uh, I was a little bit more in my gangster lean back then, dog. I was like, this motherfucker, really? I'm going to call this fool out. Uh-huh. So whatever. I let it go for a minute. He was mad because I had some bitches with me. And uh, I remember being in the bathroom, and that fool rolled in. And I'm like, this motherfucker. I was like, yeah, you talk all that bullshit out there. You hear one-on-one, you're going to say, shit, motherfucker. I was like, <laughs> fuck you and the horse you rolled in on. That was some stupid racist bullshit. Yeah. I was like, what's wrong with LL Cool J anyways, motherfucker? Then two of his boys rolled in. In a bathroom by myself. Oh, shit. <laughs> and got rolled on by some mafia motherfuckers. Ended up inviting me back to the crib to play poker. Damn. That night, because the boss came in. He was just, he pretty much checked me. 
And I was like, you know, I ain't, I ain't here for no smoke, but I'm not going to let a motherfucker talk shit to me without saying something. Yeah. He goes, you right, you right. Invited us back. I still didn't really get it at that point. Um, I was on that liquor. And uh, we got back to the tilt. The house was like up on the little hill and shit, doing our thing. And he was like basically letting me know that this is family. Uh-huh. And uh, the way we handle things around here with family, um, you could be put in a compromising situation because this is family. And I look around, I'm like, God damn, I brought two girls into this man's house. And he's basically telling me they mafia and that I could not be seen ever again. Yeah. And uh, never played poker. So uh, sat down, had a couple of drinks with him, and was just trying to get out the house without disrespecting him. Hell yeah. Became friends with him for the rest of the time there. We just kind of kicked it and, you know, chill. It was a good time. That's what's up. That's what's up. When you was out there, did you get caught up in that bad weather? Uh, that huge-ass storm that hit uh, was crazy, dog. The storm was, was nutty, nut, nut, nuts. Like, damn, we had that many people watching. My bad, my bad. I had to click them off for a minute. We don't start over. But um, the storm in 96, I remember walking outside for the first time in my life and seeing snow up over my calves. Oh, shit. Being pelted with snowballs by the local neighborhood kids. That God shit was damn. wild. Kids is throwing snowballs at your boy. Was that your first time in a, on the East Coast like that during that type of weather? Man, I've been out there a few times before, but not not in the middle of a storm, homie. Like, we had to get there on the train and do all that shit. And seeing the snow, like, like, it's pretty shocking to see that shit stacked up to your goddamn kneecaps, homie. Hell yeah. So it was, uh, you know, it, it was something else, but we had a good time with it. And um, it made it difficult because the heat in the house didn't always work. What? So it's cold as fuck. You Come see on, me, MTV, it, man. Because it's a firehouse. You see me in there, nigga, with my, <laughs> my beanie on in the crib and a jacket. That's Everybody knows Cyrus is the most sweaty motherfucker you know. Facts. I'm in that bitch sweating still, and it's cold as fuck in the house. Hell oh, bitch. That's crazy. So after the real world, what was life like? Oh, what up, boo? Shout Where'd out to my man, uh, Derek Paul Guidry. Derek Paul, with, uh, what up? What's up, bro? Layers Apparel. Y'all look that shit up. Check out Layers Apparel. Yeah, yeah, Layers Apparel, Love man. All equally the same. Y'all like to stuff. do some business and sponsorships, man. I wear y'all shit. Shout y'all out. Let me know. Shameless plugs. Hell yeah, you got to get it. So when you left Boston, where'd you come back to after the show was over with? Came right back to L.A., man. What, um, what was life like? Coming back, man. just shooting the show. Everybody knows you was gone. What yeah. was that like? It was dope. It was just still more partying. Um, partying mm-hmm. my ass off. And uh, the funny thing about it was I remember... Um, uh, big boy, from big boy. Five one zero six. Now he's at ninety two three. I think. Hey, you hear what happened to him? Yeah, that motherfucker. driver. Man. <laughs> but notice he said in Calabasas. Yeah, yeah. That paper. He said he was trying to fuck him up. He said people stopped him. His little boys, yeah. his homeboy stopped him. You shit. see him stop and take a drink though? Oh hell yeah! That nigga had a bottle in the car. He sipped. He stopped. Car broke down. He's still sipping on the drink. He's a lawyer. Some shit. That's rich problems. But, uh, but go ahead. Fuck so him though. He, Not he, Big Boy. Big Boy went to Culver City High School, and we used to beat up on Culver City High Centaurs. <laughs> oh, what up, Joe? What up, Cuz? My cousin just logged on too. Hey, what's going on, Cuz? Um, so basically, what happened, man, was uh, Big Boy. We got in a fight with, with them at Culver High. Of course, mm-hmm. I was involved in that. So my boy Buck, rest in peace. Um, he passed on. R.I.P. But he was one of the stars on the squad. And uh, Bucket just had a nice dunk. And I remember cheering, over cheering like I do on the court, running back. And I had a collision with one of these cats. Uh-huh. And when we hit, he landed on top of me, like between my legs and shit. And he gave me a knee and a kick to the nuts. 
Damn. And if you know Cyrus, that nigga's about to lose it right now. Yeah. I popped up, ready to go. Next thing I know, my man, Danny Price has got him in a, the headlock. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shout and out, DP. The, the stand's clear. Duncan Dan. The stand's clear. Duncan Dan's daddy's out there in a leather jacket throwing blows. God damn. <laughs> all you see is brown leather just all over the place. Shout out to the pops. End up being a full-blown little riot and shit. Big Boy was in the audience. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know if he got involved or not. Cops showed up all around the gym, all in riot gear. We love to hear big boys out of the story. Oh, wait till you get there. Oh, hold on, we'll get to that. Yes. Um, all in jury, all in like riot gear around the gym. <laughs> but the game must go on. Hell so yeah. So the Samurai Vikings put a whooping on them motherfuckers. Oh shit, what was the score? I don't remember. We tried to get out of there, the bus got stuck. Oh the shit. Gates, and these niggas was yelling shit at us, throwing shit at us. Cobra City thought they was half gangster back then. Uh-huh. And uh, we got out there in one piece, but... Uh, so I get back from the show, and I'm here in L.A. working out and shit. I'm out jogging and shit, and people stop me on the side of the road like, Yo, Cyrus, big boy just said something about you and your mama. Um, Something's wrong with your mama. I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, cool. Got it again. I'm like, what the fuck? I got home. I called my mom. She's like, no, nah, no. Nah. Like, I'm good. I'm like, okay. And then my boy's like, no, no, big boy wants you to call him. He said something about your mama. He did, but I think it was a joke. Called oh. big boy. He wanted me to come on the show. Uh-huh. So, um. Called him up. He's like, no, no, man. I just want you to come on the show. So we set it up. Went and did the show. Had a dope-ass show over there with Big Boy. Turned that shit out. I still got this shit on cassette. That's what's up. I still got it right down the road, nigga. So uh, that was my little little run with Big Boy. We've been cool ever since. Hell yeah. So leading up to the premiere of the show, what was you doing for work? What was life like for you? Uh, Premiere of the show, I wasn't really doing much. Um, I basically was branding myself. Actually, I was giving lectures, the lecture circuit with colleges. Um, a lot of people don't know, but I've done over five, close to 5,000 stops at universities throughout the country. And I've worked in 27 countries, I believe, uh, where they pay me to show up to a club or do a movie or a premiere or whatever it may be, just working gig. Mm-hmm. And, um, I started my path with that. Uh, I've been giving lectures for years, uh, I'm the master of odd jobs, so people have paid me to do the most random shit ever, and I get paid to go out to just do an outing. People hit me up now. They just want to go out in L.A. or in Santa Monica. They call me up, tell me what they want. You know, they want this, that, and the other, uh, wherever they want to go. I charge a little fee. They pay me. They're a rock star that night. Speaking of, of odd jobs, let's talk about, uh, is, is it Reverend? Cyrus, Pastor Cyrus, Bishop Cyrus, aren't you a preacher now? Hell no. I thought you was going to officiate somebody's wedding or something yeah, like that. Yeah, officiating's a little different than other shit. <laughs> I've been asked to do many of those, but I'm uh, I'm not registered. I don't do that. I will do it for people. Uh-huh. I will go and I'll, I will get my paperwork if I need to. I've done it out of the country. I've never done it in this country. Right. Um, you know, I'm available for whatever kind of work people got for me. That's so. hard. Like, just getting married by a motherfucker who's not even a preacher and shit be like, man, shit. Cyrus married me and my old lady. Not too many motherfuckers can say that shit. Uh, yeah, they want to, though. I'll make it work. Hell yeah. I will make it work. That's what's up. So when the show came on and people internationally seen you, what was life like? Could you go to the mall? Could you go do I this mean, and that? I've always been a mall rat, first of all. But it's one of those situations where, for me, um, I'm always going to be out the house. Uh-huh. I always got something to do. So for me, I was just doing everything possible they, they were letting me do. Hell yeah. Um, I remember being at the VMAs and, and having cats, you know, from from uh, Tenero saying what's up. 
Okay. Uh, saying he's a fan. Um, the Godfather. <laughs> the actual Godfather. We had a nice running too. All right. Um, funny part about that shit is, I don't know if you guys remember that movie, Money Can't Buy Me Love. But yeah. uh, the original movie, there's a blonde in that movie. Man, I used to be, uh, I, used to, I used to tear those up back in the day. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, so I ended up at her crib, and one of her mentors was Marlon Brando. Okay. And he's all over the house and shit, and she be talking to him, and he heard about me. And I'm over there one day, butt naked, in the, in the refrigerator, getting some, a cup of Kool-Aid, because, you know, that's what brothers do. You know and, it. And uh, the door opens, and it's fucking Marlon Brando. So I make a beeline Ass for the naked? bedroom. I make a beeline for the bedroom, Marlon's like, because he had to keep the house. He's like, yeah. uh, no, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. Go over there, grab me two glasses in the, in the dark. And uh, come over here and have a seat. I'm like, let me put some stress. He goes, no, no, just come on in here. So I grab the towel. Uh huh. Grab the yak. Right. <laughs> so hold on, hold on. Before we get in this, yeah. you saying you had cognac, ass naked, in the dark with yeah. Marlon Brando. Not in the dark. Lights were up. Oh shit. The dark alcohol is what he meant. Grab the dark. Oh shit. Okay. I thought I thought he was saying keep the lights no, down. No. So I grab that shit. Uh-huh. And I come over. I wrap myself in a little. Kitchen S towel. God damn the hand shit. And then I grab, yeah. Then I, then I grab a pillow. And I grab the pillow on the couch and threw that shit in my lap and I'm talking to him. Uh-huh. He basically wanted me to just say I treat this girl right. Dude. That uh, she's a special talent. This, that, and the third, and rest in peace to her too. She passed a few years back. Oh man. She she OD'd, Rest in peace. She owed me on that hair on. Oh shit. Damn. Um, man, y'all y'all quit that, man. I see all of y'all little bitches on this opioids and shit, man. Just Smoke weed and drink alkaline water, man. That's the way to live, motherfucker, man. I agree. I agree. Be like GQ, bitch. Don't be like them other motherfuckers, man. Yeah, fuck all that. But yeah, go ahead, continue. But yeah, man, that was pretty much the story, dog. I ran with Marlon Brando, butt naked, sipping on cognac, made sure I treat this girl correct, and that was that. But for people with recognition like that, with resumes like that, right, to come up to me, to approach me, want to take a picture with me, want to hang out with me, want to drink with me, that's nothing but a testament of, of, of my character saying... You know, I do get along with everybody, and I do love everybody. And anyone that knows me knows I got friends that are homeless. I got friends that are billionaires. Right. And friends all in between. It is what it is, dog. I just enjoy just the human spirit. And um, anyone that wants to say hi to me or talk to me or whatever, for whatever reason, it could be non-reality TV related or just on some real shit, I'm here. And so when I give my lectures, I put myself out there, and I let everyone know if there's anything you want to talk about or need to get off your chest, or need somebody to talk to, here is my actual phone number. You can hit me at the hip. Not that I'm licensed to do anything like that, but I have a genuine care for the human spirit and just for people. So I put myself out there like that. That's what's that. up. That's what's up, man. You got to be a stand-up guy. So you said you had a lot of jobs after the girls, um, excuse me, after, um, I'm getting to the girls going wild. After the rumor, you had these odd jobs. Fucking Joe Francis ass hit you up for the girls going wild. Well, Joe was always the homie. Right. Okay. Been a friend for Shout a long out time. to Joe. Yeah, we party all the time and shit. Invite me. And he, uh, <laughs> he basically <laughs> asked me to go on a million times, but I didn't know nothing about Girls Gone Wild. To me, I heard it was kind of porn-ish. Oh, man. I heard man. it was bullshit. Ended up, it was pretty fucking porn-ish. Yeah, you know, I used to but see them infomercials and shit, man. I liked it, man. That shit was out when I was, you know, about 16, 17, you know, 18. They ain't had no black bitches or no Hispanic bitches and shit. They catered to all the little that's, white freaky that's bitches. That's not the brand. Right, I know. But I was like, fuck, I still watch some shit. But my thing was, <laughs> I couldn't wait till I was old enough to yeah, go. I still watch this shit. Yeah, for real, hell yeah. I wanted to go to them fucking parties and do that shit. And then I remember they did the little real world edition. And I seen all y'all motherfuckers. So, can, can, 
So continue, because I'm I'm dying to know with the other so, people how that shit was like. I mean, it was. So first of all, like I said, I wouldn't really work with him if I thought I was on the porn end of it. Uh huh. But um, you didn't know when the stats came out and his his worth was more than Hugh Hefner. <clears throat> got a brother thinking. Right. Why not? Go ahead and do this and do that. So I put together an all star cast. Okay. Uh, I like to call it the good, the bad, and the ugly. Don't know where I fit in on that, but I uh, I got Ace. <laughs> Can <laughs> out to Tanya, uh-huh. all to be a part of this, and we're gonna do um, a girls gone wild titled "The Wild World," and it's gonna be a challenge, basically, but uh, in the realm of of women. And so uh, we had a challenge where we're finding the craziest footage we can find uh, for girls gone wild, and it sold quite a bit. What was some of that shit that y'all had them doing? The crazy shit. I mean, I'm out there. He, he basically told me my shit was too porn-esque. Oh, he was like, we're not vivid. I was like, well, I mean, they want to do it. I named all my stuff. I'll give you names of it. I won't tell you what I did, though. But the names of it. The first was the Pussy Puff. What is the Pussy Puff? I can't really tell you that, but it involves a Cuban cigar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Puff, puff, yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. And then I did what they call the Meat Cleaver. The meat cleaver. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. She was upside down. I remember that part of it. All right. And then I did what I call Bellagio. The Bellagio. When you drive past the Bellagio in Vegas, what do you see? Oh, shit. That shit skeeting everywhere. All the waterworks. Bink, bink, bump. I, I know. Bellagio. Oh, shit. And, uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was AKA the Bermuda Triangle. So I had some You're shit lost. set up. I did my shit. I did work. He goes, you really won, but I can't give you the thing because... Hers was pretty dope, too. And Tanya had a big old fool dive into a dumpster. And his girl was helped into the dumpster by a camera guy. And he fucked her in the dumpster, in the dumpster. Damn, hell yeah. In front of a crowd. That's what's up. So, she won. Man, I would love to see that behind the scenes that footage. No, guys, I'm going to sign off now. I might come back in a minute, but he was on live. But we're going to continue. We still yeah, got a lot more sure. to go on. We're going to talk about uh, Marshall Mathers. Eminem. Oh, yeah. How did that come about? I mean, the whole Eminem thing got a phone call, man. And they wanted to, you know, M wants you to fucking step up and do this. And then M called. And oh, he M called you personally? Yeah, he called us. Made shit work. What was that conversation like when you got uh, on the phone? Quick and brief, dog. Okay. We wanted to do this. We're going to do a skit on some, some, some prominent real world figures. Dig. And they grabbed uh, me, Puck. Yeah, shout out to Puck Crazy Ass. Oh, yeah, Julie, she was kind of, she annoyed me. I remember her in middle school when I watched her. Yeah, she was annoying. She wanted to fuck that one little dude, but he wasn't trying to have her fucking ass. He wasn't about that. I know, man. I was like, come on, cuz, just fuck her, man. Turn her down, pussy and shit. So, uh, what was that video like? What was Eminem like? I mean, it was dope, dog. Uh, It was just like, I mean, for me, dog, it's like, in that environment, I thrive. You turn the camera on and you let me uh, do what I do on camera, which is just entertain. Dude. Are you not entertained? <laughs> we'll have a good look, man, a good time. So it was basically just fun for me, man, to be amongst, you know, a legend in the making, one of the best MCs to ever bless the microphone. Right, right. And I challenge anyone to challenge that because I don't think you can really fuck with him. Uh, yeah. So we're going to go into another question from uh, Janelle C. By the way, that was video of the year in 2002. Oh, they give you a, a moon man for that? Nah, I needed one. Hey, you know, man, they don't call a moon man no more. Moon person. They trying to be politically correct. I think man. it's some fucking bullshit. Like, that fuck that, Millennial man. ass shit they talk about. Man. Yeah. That's a fucking moon man. 
Right. But Janelle C, I don't know where you're from, baby girl, but she said, uh, ask Cyrus, is he watching and up to date on this season of the challenge, The Final Reckoning? I'm it, up to date on everything. Please. All right. If he says he's watching this season, ask him who is he rooting for and what players he likes and what are his thoughts on some of the newer players such as Cam and Tony. Well, I'm friends, first of all, with Tony. Okay. Shout out to cats. Tony. Yeah, yeah. When they come to town, you know they call to get their party on. They call Cyrus for a reason. <laughs> so uh, those being my people, you know, I can't stand wrong. I can't be wrong. I'm like this. Cam is a new breed, a new brand. I ain't got nothing against it, but I'm real world 100%. And I tell people all day, I don't want to fuck with the brand. The brand is what it is. It started with us. It should end with us. Right. So I'm real world before I'm anything else, homie. So I just give props up to my folks first. So bringing in these other shows, these other people, eh, it's okay. I think we should have an all real world challenge, and then they can have their own challenge where they do their shit. Right, right. And then uh, we compete against them in that one. Hell but yeah. It started with us and by us. And you know, the first challenge was started partially because of Cyrus. Oh, oh, the challenge started know. because of me. We didn't know that. Please tell us. Yeah. So during my show or episode of the Real World, um, we all go on our, you know, our big trip. Well, our trip this year or that year happened to be to Puerto Rico. Okay. And Shout out to the Puerto Rican mommies and butter Puerto Rican, butter pecan Puerto Rican. Ah, look at this dude trying to yeah. get his plugs in. Man, I need me a mommy, man. Somebody to play into my hair, man, and talk to me good when I'm stressed, play man. Play into your hair. In my hair, fuck yeah, oh, man. I put my head on her lap, man, and just chill. Tell her my problems. She'll just be like, oh, it's okay, papi. It'll be okay. Wow. I'll be like, God damn, girl. <laughs> Complete idiot. Oh, shit, man. Good. So y'all went to Puerto Rico. We in Puerto Rico, and it happened to be the same time that the uh, road rules was island hopping. Okay. And they end up in the same place, and so we get this message: we want y'all to be ready to compete in the rainforest. Mm. And we end up being road rules coming through. That's what's up. And we competed, and it went over well. Next thing you know, the challenge is going. Rest in peace, the road rules, man. That's a fucking show I wish they bring back. It's a wrap on that shit, though. I mean, they may come back, dog, but the problem is the challenge is so hot right now. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get back on. I mean, you okay. might as well give props to somebody that was involved in the original making of the fucking challenge. That's right. Nigga, you know I go hard. I had a few questions asking, when was you going to be on another challenge? I am trying to get on as we speak. I am currently working out as much as possible. Not as much as crazy motherfucking Brad, though. You yeah, watch Brad's slow. workout? You see his workout, though? Yeah, I've seen that this shit. This nigga did a 20-mile bike ride. Fuck that. Before doing the stairs. Before yeah. going to the gym. Nah, and that's normal. dedication, man. Shout out to him. He shredded like a yeah, motherfucker. Brad's the homie, though. Always has been, always will be. Yeah, so uh, Jeremy B. said, I party with Cyrus once. I tried to get a girl at the bar to give him a lap dance. <laughs> that's what Jeremy B. said. I'm getting Jeremy. I hear play, play, play him. Shout out to Jeremy B., man. Ask him, did it work out? We'll find out. Well, you know what? Well, he gonna listen to this podcast, and then uh, we'll hopefully we we'll get that answer. This uh, this question right here from uh, Jimmy R made me laugh. Said, uh, ask him why did he fuck up TJ when he was talking shit? Hey man, I'm a lover, not a fighter. First off, <laughs> TJ is the homie. Um, in the heat of the battle, dog. Sometimes you know, you just say shit. Yeah, shit happens. And, uh, you know, I played collegiate sports, a little bit of pro sports, but when you at that line and you see the referee moving, you don't always have an issue. Right. TJ cooled in a motherfucker. He wasn't really moving, 
and didn't really see what was happening because he yeah. wasn't really moving. And that shit was frustration. Plus, Derek was whooping my ass. Mm-hmm. You know, Derek wrestled in high school a little bit. He did a little, I don't know if you saw the movie Pulls on me, though. I got to go so back. So we lined up. He pulls in my arm, and I'm off balance to start. I still, I, no excuses, by the way, first of all. Okay. Cyrus has no excuses. He whooped my ass. Derek's the bad motherfucker. Okay. Gladly have a rematch. Shout out to Derek. Time. That's my boy, no matter what. Okay. I nicknamed him the pit bull back then. He's a bad <laughs> motherfucker. But I would go against any and everybody right now. I don't give a fuck. That's what's up. But, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to getting back on there. I did this podcast a little while ago. Yeah. Um, called the, uh, what was that called? The um, um, Challenge Mania okay. right now. So my shit's on this little podcast over there uploaded. It was episode 31 I did. It's pretty dope. Okay. We got another question from uh, Julie M. Okay. What's up, Julie? She wanted to know if you was going to do another challenge and who would you want as a partner, a male or a female? I mean, got to give a shout out to the challenge god. Fucking CT, a bad motherfucker. Oh, you know what's crazy? I want to do anything to not go against that motherfucker. Somebody said uh, they answered that question. They was like, he'll probably pick CT. That's my boy, fool. <laughs> you know, I give my respect and props always to Beantown, too. CT's a bad motherfucker, dog. Like, you can't hate on him. Hell yeah. He's too raw. That's what's up. That's crazy. And uh, Debbie Rex says, Cyrus, the OG, I love him. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, too, bro. So... Doing some little research, I seen that you ranked number eleven on the definitive ranking of a black real world cast members. Number eleven. Yeah, number eleven. <laughs> Are you telling me I'm not top ten? Who the fuck was in front of me? Shit, I, I might get. I might give it a tech. Uh, Wait, as far as you know what? Yeah, as te- far as being a challenge. No, just as far as just being black on the real world. That's it. Just being okay. a black person. That's fucked. You know up. what? I didn't. I, I didn't up. even do uh, all of them. But I didn't see Tex. So he probably he might be up there. I'm saying Tex. Tex, my nigga. You yeah, know. I didn't see Nehemiah either. Like I said, dog. This is side nigga. I'm not trying to hear that shit. Yeah, man. They put you at number eleven. But also, didn't they vote you like the number one player or biggest player? Or something? I'm the MTV? most notorious ladies man. Yeah. In real world history. That's what's up. That's what's up. Also, something that was dope. Uh, what was it that you... That was your your tagline or your title? Yes, your, your, your title. As far as the international party liaison? God damn. God damn. I mean, I've, I've done, like I said, so many stops. J- done, just that name, though. I'm an international party liaison. Well, so I never heard that. They used to before. call me Cy Wilder. As Cy Wilder. Van Wilder. Right, right, right. Hell but, yeah. You know, you know, Tech was in that shit. Oh hell yeah, yeah. yeah. The homie Tech. Was he in he was uh he was taking bong hits out of the fucking uh cock cock pump. And right now, you, right now you check that sweet motherfucker out too though. Shout out to Laugh Tech Money. Laugh tracks. What's that? Um, it's a show that's on there right now on Two TV. It's called Laugh Tracks. He's my Facebook friend. I tell him happy birthday every year for you like the past You saw that shit I did years. though, right? What's that? The basketball skit? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his shit. Okay, okay. That's Shout out to him, man. Okay. I used yeah. to steal his little punchlines from bitches and shit when I was in the eighth Stupid grade. Nigga. Watching Real World Hawaii. I sure the fuck did, man. Come on this podcast. He was one of my little heroes growing up, man. I'll put you in touch, man. That's my nigga. Like yeah, he's my Facebook friend and shit. Forever. Hell yeah. Thanks. I used to watch Hole in the Wall, too. My birthday coming up, so, you know. Oh, shit. I'm ready. I'm going to do some partying. Shit, my I'm birthday coming that. up, so I'm definitely going to, you know. Holla my man Tech Money. My nigga DJ my shit this year again. You he- dig? Hell yeah. Gonna make it right. Yeah. Keep it tight. Damn, nigga. My bags are kicking. Paper and plastic. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. You out here working, man. Let's sleep. But, you know, you got to sleep, though. You got to be healthy, man. All these motherfuckers say, 
I'll sleep when I'm dead. Take it from a motherfucker who got shitty ass health. You better get your goddamn rest, man. Yeah. Shit's fucked up. I hear that. You ain't getting no older. I mean, I'm we getting rest. Going. I just have to work out <coughs> till I can't fucking function no more. Basically. Right. So that's that's my take on it. But that challenge that you won, how the yes. fuck did it feel to get that money? How much was that goddamn challenge? I can't remember exactly what I got. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying how much you got, but you know how much it was total that everybody was going to win. A few hundred stacks. Shh. Nah, nah, nah. I wasn't that big back then. Oh, I shit, think I walked with like, I think I walked with like, maybe forty cash. But then I walked with like, a bunch of prizes and shit totaling like, another forty. Hell like yeah, something like that. I can't remember exactly. That's been a while. That first it's challenge. Been a while. Where was y'all at? Um, we traveled, dog. It started in. Um, did it start in Boston? I think it started in Boston. And oh, so went, these were the overseas ones, or the we Island. went overseas after that. We went to okay. Boston, Maine. Okay. All up through there, Vermont, and then we flew over to uh, London, England, Prague, Amsterdam. Now, I love Amsterdam. Berlin, I can get back over. Germany. I got plenty of hit Somewhere, Berlin, too. A bunch, bunch of places, man. It was a good look. That's what's up. That's what's up. What up, Veeks? And how long were them challenges? How long was y'all going to What's up, Barb? Uh, that challenge was like, shit, I can't remember, dog. I want to say it was like two months or something like that. Okay, nice little long getaway. Time. Wasn't like it is now. Yeah. We got a chance to get away. We had the rock star buses with our faces on the side and shit. That's what's up. Over here and overseas. That shit was dope. Hell yeah. Like driving through and going through like Cro what, Czech Republic and shit. Uh-huh. Seeing how another culture operates and how it is and you know, having to get on with AK forty sevens and walk through your bus. Oh shit. Right. That shit was real, dog. Damn. Yeah. That's you gotta up. sit there and be humble. Oh hell yeah, with an AK. But then once we stopped Fuck them. Nigga let his hair. No, we wasn't saying that. No, yeah. no, no, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean? I'm overseas. I'm respectful as fuck. I'm not trying to be on locked up abroad, nigga. Hell no. Woo. Fuck that. Uh, yeah, I know. So we I kept know. the party real. We did our thing, man. But it was a good ass time, man. And okay. I had one of the homies over there too, my man LT, Latarian. Okay, yeah, yeah. Was over was there, there back so in the day. We, 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 we got it in, dog. We got it in. My Hell girl yeah. Julie was there too. We had fun, man. That shit was. To me, those are real challenges all about the camaraderie that you build with your team. Right. And I think I wish they would bring back something like that too, where it's not only just one-on-one challenges, but like a team kind of thing Hell to yeah. force people that may not enjoy each other to create some kind of bond right. in order to compete as a whole. Like not just you and one person. Like when you got like six people, when you got a fucking, you only as good as your weakest link. That's that right. shit is real, dog. Hell That's yeah. That's challenging in itself. And you know I did that. I did that heavy. Hell yeah. So I was the first four-time MVP. Okay. Of any challenge. Uh, wasn't very proud of a couple things I did to get MVP though. Oh, okay. Well, My boys won't let me live some of it down. Oh, I explain. What is it that you weren't proud of that you did? I had this stupid ass shit in fucking in in Berlin at the Cat Club. The Cat Club. We had to perform at the Cat Club. Okay. I'm gonna just say this: Latarian went all out. <laughs> Thought he was yoked enough to come out butt naked with a teddy bear over his dick. Oh shit! So me and me and Crazy Dan for the Miami season. Decided he was going to be... Oh, Dan, who had the little threesome in the shower? Dan, like, man. So I don't oh, know. oh, okay, yeah, I remember. So, he called that one girl, he said, you little stupid bitch. Yeah. yeah. That, that's Dan. <laughs> yeah. So Dan fucked around and uh, came up with this thing. We was going to be Siegfried and Roy and the White Tigers. He was going to be Siegfried and Roy together. Uh-huh. Assless chaps. God damn. And I was going to be the White Tiger. Okay. So I called myself the T-Gray. The T-Gray. So okay. they painted me white and some mm-hmm. white Calvins. Okay. And some black sketches. They painted me black stripes. And I went out and jumped through a hoop for this motherfucker. And I think the tiger ended up licking his toe or sucking his toe real real quick. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, we won that challenge. Oh, that's what's up. Not very proud of that one. <laughs> Dan's my boy, and they know how I ride. So, yeah, yeah. Wasn't like, oh, Cyrus is this, that, you know, Cyrus likes winning. That's yeah, crazy. yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> um, what else did I do on that one? I won the, the Just for Laughs festival. There was a comedy competition. We had to do stand-up improv. Okay, okay. Murdered that. That's what's up. Um, shit, what else did I win? I think I won MVP at the military joint we did. Uh, it was like a submarine simulation tank that was like drowning. And I had to do like, uh, I had to save people and, and I was like the captain. Oh, see, that's and when that Baywatch shit came in handy. And then I, and then I did uh, the race car shit and the, the, the $60,000 souped up seller because we had to drive. Damn. I had to make up 11 seconds in two laps. Oh, shit. I did that. That's what's up. That's Moms what's came up. to that joint too. I killed it. Moms came and showed me that joint too, man. That was, that was yeah. quite a sight to see. Fuck yeah. Went up there and did it. Had on my little racing onesie. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm going to post that picture probably tomorrow. That's what's up. That's what's up. How many challenges did you do? <laughs> Fuck you, Kabiga. My boy talking shit because I sucked the toe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they never let you live I that light, shit down. I lightly grazed a toe. <laughs> How many challenges did you do? At least I wasn't like, Bobby, look at Bobby, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's talking about Bobby Brown. But uh, the fake Bobby Brown. And then Bobby the, the, the movie. Uh, yeah, he's that's a lot. The new edition. Movie. I had moves like that though. Don't trip. I can do oh, all that. Oh God! Every little step I take, he's crazy. You will. So how many challenges did you do, and how many did you win? I've done five challenges. Made it to the end twice. Made halfway twice. And the battle of the sexes, I went out uh, just at halfway. I think too. Yeah, okay. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see you back on there, man. You know, there's a few people I would like to see back on, you know. Oh, I'll be there, dog. It's coming. Hell it's coming. yeah. We if not, I have several of the shows now that I've written that I uh, may be a part of. But lately, I've gotten a lot of calls about a lot of different shows right now, too. So there's something brewing. That's what's um, up. Right now with Jersey Shore coming back and the Netflix buying the Real World franchise, the first 10 seasons. That's good, because, you know, there's no fucking place for real you can find online and watch old World War episodes. YouTube. YouTube. That's about it. Yeah. But I was trying to find, like, Boston or other little shit, and all they have it's, is, like, yeah. Well, you don't know, no, they removed them. I've seen the link that you posted, but they got removed. Yeah, but there's other ones that are up. So yeah. People are constantly putting them up, because now, like I said, Netflix signed it, so. Good, good. Shout out to Netflix. Just wait for that shit to drop, you dig? Come over here and throw some paperwork my way. Shit. Hey, everybody's trying to get on. I got Hell several yeah. shows I'm pitching over there too. Fuck them on. They talking about I'll take that 500K. I got, the, I got the homie right now, my man Rock, who was the only person ever to represent himself and to win and get off death row. He was on death row. Oh, shout out to Rock. Rock just got out. And so I'm working hand in hand with him right now, trying to get him a deal and uh, pursuing all the stuff I'm doing with him with all my contacts. So Hell yeah. working at anybody out there listening that's in the game. Rock, you want to come over here, man? Talk. Come on over to the podcast. His story is so intriguing, man. He he killed it, dog. He definitely killed it. Hell yeah. Whenever you want to come by, bring him. I'd love to sit down, chop it up with him. Let's talk about a season that is very uh, infamous. A season that people can't wait for. Uh Especially if you're over the age of 18 Uh to 24. Spring break. <laughs> what about spring break, man? Shit, uh, I got well, one or two left. That's it. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Well, oh. but when you say you have one or two left, for those that don't know, one or two left of what? Spring two breaks. Trips to go. I mean, it's like this, dog. 
if I can't pack my six pack, have a six pack, uh-huh. I'm not trying to go to spring break. Well, shit. Well, you're eating grapes right now, so that's a good start. <laughs> I didn't even say you're eating grapes right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good start. You know, but spring break. How did you get involved with the spring break phenomenon? Just going out there as always, far as partying. It was always synonymous with the brand, man. Dig, dig. From the moment I got off. I got phone calls to go host spring break. I missed the MTV the, uh, uh, spring break shit. I did the beach house. Yeah. I hosted that with Carson Daly, which is the homie from Santa Monica, too. Oh, I didn't know he was from Santa Monica. Shout yeah, out to cool. Carson. We grew up together. TRL. Yes, same high school. He's a, he's a, he changed the game. Yeah, I used to watch that motherfucker every day in middle school, man. Um, I didn't watch the video. No, his family. No, him. No, forever. Shout out to the Dailies. We used to do parties in high school together. But um, crazy shit about that, like... Doing the beach house with him was quite the experience. Is when it was at um, the Sea World in Palos Verdes. It was a beach house there. Okay. I did that. Hosted that joint. Killed it. Got phone calls. Yo, sorry, we need you a spring break in Cancun. I'm like, well, let's make the price right and let's get it. That's right. So, I began getting paid to party per shot. Okay. Per bottle. And just per day and per function. So, I created a brand of shit that was happening. Companies giving me various pieces of clothing and shoes, hats, draws, hey. condoms. When, when when Trojan had me sponsored on me, hey, they gave me 5,000 prophylactics to go down the street break with. Hey, that's what's up. How many did you come home with? None. I came home with a. No, I mean, I got to give them out. I got to give them out. <laughs> All the cats come to the room, they need something. Hell gotcha. yeah. You know, I, I like to party, but party responsibly. That's right, that's right. But that was early on. I mean, you got to understand, I've been doing this for so many years. It is what it is. Yeah, my job yeah. was to create a brand that would sustain my lifestyle for quite some time. And that's what I tried to do. Where's one of the best places to go for spring break? In this country or in another country? In general. Or you know what? Let, let's, let's talk about, let's say in this country, because everybody can't afford just to get up and go out of the country like that. It was Panama City, Florida. Okay. But, um... They can't let you drink on on the beach anymore. Damn, I was doing that shit illegally then last year. Yeah, because well, their party wasn't like it was during spring yeah. break. It was Fourth so, of July, yeah. So they understand, like a million people come through there. Hell yeah, for spring break. That's a lot of motherfucking bodies. Hell yeah. Um, we had like uh, six deaths. Damn. Uh, that first month, which that ain't bad. A body a week. <laughs> that ain't bad. I mean, Fuck. you gotta think about it. People are drinking like they never drank before. Hell yeah. Motherfuckers jumping off goddamn fucking. Balconies Top and story shit. and shit. They missed the pool. Rest in peace. Some motherfucker got shot. Some motherfucker got stabbed. Some Damn. dude got drunk and threw threw up on his choked on his throw up. Fuck. Like shit happens, dog. So like when you consider all of that shit taking place, and I'm sorry, but white boy wasted is real. Hell yeah, it is. I don't know about you, but I I'll, I'll go for a month and be fucked up for the whole next three four months. Because <laughs> I'm going hard in the paint if I'm going. Hell yeah. What up, Court? So you got the spring break shit, What's up, man. Nigga? Let's talk about the spring break, man. All access. You this know. year, that shit is done. It's all access? I, no, that shit is done. But I give you all access, so they just booked me to go out now. So um, the flip side of all that shit is like I still do spring breaks. Different companies book me out. Uh-huh. It could be a resort. It could be a spring break company. It could be a travel company. It could be just a party of men that want to go down there. Okay. So I go down. So Hell yeah. You know, I, I book tra- flight travel for them. I'm like a one-stop shop. That's what's up. Just me, though. So they want to party with Cyrus and get on with Cyrus and want me to go hard. They pay me the right amount. I'll go hard with you. That's all right. right. Hell yeah. So I see you got the Lakers on. What you think about Bron Bron coming to the city? What you mean, nigga? 
<laughs> L.A. Braun is in the house, motherfucker. <clears throat> Some people don't like it. Showtime is back. It. If you don't like it, you stupid. You idiot. He's bringing so much revenue to this goddamn city right now. I don't know about you, but LeBreezy is the best player in the universe. LeBron, since you went to L.A., the only thing I'm going to ask you for is help out with the goddamn rent control, cuz. Get that fucking rent down, man. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. You opening up schools, that's what's up and shit, but some of these motherfuckers, bro, we can't even afford to live out this bitch, man. Help out with the rent control, man. Get these motherfuckers to do something for us, Bron. This is your city now, man. Do something for us. Your kids that, live man. here. You know what I'm saying? Man, you got so many motherfucking <laughs> houses. You know how I many houses that motherfucker probably got, guys? He got more than us, goddammit. More than everybody. Man. Yeah, he probably got cribs everywhere. Shout out to the James family. The Kangs. Yeah. Man, the Kangs. All hell the Kangs. That's what's up. My boy's booing and shit, talking shit. Oh, damn. He old, though, look. He said uh -huh. Palm Springs is the spot. It used to be the spot for spring break, but. Hell yeah. That's back when they shoot a lot of thongs and shit on the back of motorcycles out there. That shit is done now. A thong is a G string for you young bucks on the thong is, so just let you know. Like that thong song. That's another one I'm into. That thong. thong the thong, thong song you was in a video? You didn't see my shit, man? Come on, guys. Man, I'm going to tell you something. As a 14-year-old, 8th grade <laughs> young man, I couldn't wait to come home to watch Rap City oh, in the basement yeah. with Big Tigger. Yes, yes. Hits from the street. Yes. Motherfucking see this world, the little virtual bitch. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't wait to fucking true. see the thong song. I couldn't wait to grow up in general to, to see shit like that. And I couldn't wait to be in the industry to videos. But they don't do videos like that no more. Yeah, they do. I mean, yeah, but not like that, 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 Look, man. Like the Hype Williams and this. But, I mean, uh, they do it. It just ain't the same feel no more, man. The music true. felt different back then. Like now, thong song was like risque back then. Now, yeah. they, they just, just yeah. whip it out, put it out. Hell yeah. Whatever. They just saying it. Let's talk about that video. Miami. Yeah. Oh, the thongs on joint? Yes. Yes, yes. I got. The, I posted the pics a little while ago. I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring them out again. Oh, you know what? Speaking of, shout out to uh to Smoking Black, man, of the group of Player and Recipe Static Major. They just joined Drew Hill. They members of Drew right. Hill now. Yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, man. Two boys from Louisville, Kentucky nah, is in boy. Drew Hill right now, man. Shout out to them, goddammit, man. That's what's up, man. They said, motherfuckers from Louisville, we can't do nothing. Bullshit, man. We out there doing it. Man, and Ali from Louisville, the most greatest motherfucker in the world is in Louisville, Kentucky. So y'all motherfuckers that be hating on Kentucky, man, y'all can eat a dick, man. We out here getting hey, it. Hey, Kentucky's dope, dog. For real. Girl, they be sleeping shit. on us and shit. I've been out there a few times. That's right. That Force Free Live, that shit is long. Hey, man, that shit weak as fuck now, though, man. Really? They just weak. That shit is dead, man. Man, you getting old, dog. Nah, they just be getting weak. So where everybody <laughs> go now? Shit. Nowhere you're going to get killed for real, man. Louisville's fucked See, up. See, no, no. You know, I'm going to go find a white people party with them. You know what? They getting scared because now they shutting all the shit down. So the black That's motherfuckers crazy. is going to Barstown Road, fucking with the white people now, really fighting this shit. Yeah, they like that can't, shit. Can't take you nowhere. Since it's Friday, I want to do a little flashback Friday to a a place that we miss. That's no longer with us. Eight degrees. Oh man, why you gotta go there? This <laughs> getting all sentimental and shit. Oh man, yeah, that was my shit, dog. My store is eight degrees, y'all. It was out for a while. Um. Jewelry, accessories, fashion, and art. I had like over 50 designers and shit. It was actually more of my partner's idea. Um, always have to give her credit. But uh, I ran that motherfucker like a champ for a while. It was it was a place to be, dog. You show the fuck up. You shop. You drink. Yeah. You smoke. Oh, yeah. We had a good time in there, Music man. It was I, great. I bought some jewelry. Yeah, always exactly. some cool Jamaican Cats vibes. Cats came through yeah, and supported your yeah. boy, man. It was on, dog. Tell us about some of the celebrities who uh, graced. Lots of cats came through. Everyone from CeeLo. CeeLo Green. Okay, yeah. I'm I remember I designed that. all kind of stuff for CeeLo, man. 
Uh, he was an avid customer, always coming through. Then we had um, some, a couple of Disney stars would come through a lot. I remember um, the dude Charlie came Sh- in and he bought some shit for um, what's the, Macy Gray. He was like, Macy Gray's my girl. I'm going oh, to go buy. Yeah. Well, Remember Andy Milanakis came in there. Milanakis came through, did a little freestyle. That's <laughs> just on my YouTube page. Yeah. Uh, you guys can all check out my stuff. Follow me on social media. All my handles are CyrusMTV, S-Y-R-U-S-M-T-V, Twitter, Snap, IG, all CyrusMTV, and YouTube channels, CyrusMTV as well. But yeah, we had people falling through on the regular, man. A couple of boxers came through. Hell yeah. Um, some Disney stars, Chris Brown. The beads. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of beautiful young ladies. Man, there was some good eye candy out there, boy. Uh, Melrose Boulevard, man. Melrose is the shit, dog. Hell, yeah. Get a little time out there. So I want to uh, take a moment to shout out our sponsor for the show. Okay. Today, the sponsor of the show is Not A Goddamn Body. <laughs> <laughs> you are stupid. Man, bro, they ain't fucking with me, man. But for real, real shit, hey. though, if you need me to fuck... Fucking endorse the shit, man. We would love to uh, have you sponsor this podcast. But yeah, as far as the sponsor today, ain't nobody sponsoring this bitch, man. We just doing this hey, shit. Hey, you get some visuals uh, from your end, and I'll work on that for you, too, because I can probably bring in my L.A. water. Yeah. Oh, Oh. yeah, yeah. LA fuck water yeah, we can do it. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, I can hook this. I can hook the studio up. And like, yeah, yeah. We work. can do it. Yeah, hell yeah. That's what I'm here for. Not a flat does. That's what's up. I appreciate it. So, we're going to fast forward 2018. What's Cyrus up to? What's the hey, mindset of Cyrus? Big fucking, uh, everything is cracking right now, dog. 2018, sky's the limits. I'm going through a, a slight rebranding process, to say the least. Uh-huh. And uh, I want to change my game a little bit, man, and uh, just make sure. You know, it's crazy, man, because like, the Young Bucks learn from me, I believe. But I'm learning from the Young Bucks now, too, because times have changed and things are changing. And when that happens, you have to over-humble yourself, I think. Mm-hmm. And just realize that things are moving in a direction that you're not accustomed to. So I latch on to the homies. My boy Corey is, is is showing me another level, another way of grind. Okay. Um, Shout out to Corey. Corey who? Work right now. The homie Corey, man. Corey from uh, the challenges right now. He's killing the game. Okay, big big Corey. Yeah, light skin. Corey and shit. Got you. And then one of the old schools that's still doing crazy, mad, stupid, dumb work right now is my boy uh, CT. Okay. So... You know, not only doing collaboration with, but also just trying to learn how his grind is different than mine, how we can collaborate on different projects together. That's what's and up. And my girl Beth brings in on everything she's doing. Beth is always doing something wild. Okay. She got her new new new, new uh, eyelashes right now. Shout out to Beth. You put all that shit. That's my girl. We're working on some things together right now. Um, she's written a few shows. Okay. And uh, we're writing shows together right now. If anything's ready for a big push, man, we got some interest in, in our brands coming together, trying to do it together. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, hey, Heather. You met a lot of celebrities in your lifetime, and you told me there was only one person that made you speechless. <laughs> the only person that actually made me speechless, speechless and couldn't really say anything was Madonna. I ended up in the same room as Madonna, a small, quaint environment. And um, I turned, I was like, fuck, that's Madonna. She said, what's up to two of the other cats that was in the room? Came to me and went to give Cyrus a hug. Uh huh. And I was just like, "What she smell like?" Yeah, everything froze. <laughs> I was like a little bitch in headlights. Oh Ooh, shit! And I was like, "Oh shit!" I don't even know if I hugged her back, nigga. Damn. Like we hugged and shit, and she looked at me and she was like, "Wow, this nigga, he is stuck." And I was like, eh, eh. "Didn't say nothing." I was like, "Damn." 
That's crazy. And then when she like let go, she looked back at me. I was like, she gave it. I was like, oh. I might fuck around and hit and tear them drawers up. Hey, man, she would have took at you At that moment, thing. I thought I was like, did she just look back or is she looking at me crazy because I just look like a little bitch and froze in front of her? Oh, man. <laughs> you know, I was I was envy, envious of you one time. Oh, God. And you posted a picture drinking Corona. I don't like beer, so I wasn't tripping on that. But the caption and shit, I could still see it was, drinking the Corona in MJ's room. Bedroom. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. When you say it, when, uh, when you put MJ, will you tell us who that MJ in whose bedroom he was drinking the Corona in? Michael Jackson, nigga. Ain't this a so bitch? My homie, my homie bought the house that Michael Jackson was, uh, well, died in, basically. Right. Uh, the mansion that he had right there on Carrollwood in Sunset. Uh, so I'm over there all the time partying. So every now and again, I give my props and respects to my man. Man. The ghost I, of Michael lives on. That man, I'm trying to tell you. I would just be just... <laughs> I would just go to sit on the toilet and be like, hey, I'm taking a shit. Well, Mike took a shit. See, I would just be just, man. I, I can't just be take you nowhere, bro. <laughs> can't take you nowhere. You don't shit in gold toilets like that. Man, fuck that. I'm a king, baby. But, like, what was the vibe like just going into a house that you know that Michael Jackson lived in? Just try. It ain't about that vibe. Try just sleeping sleep. there yeah, okay. and, like, going to the bathroom middle of the night. Oh, man. I was That's wondering. when it gets a little weird. Yeah, you hear you know, creaks, you hear dance steps. Nah, he, he. That's the ghost <laughs> going around the corner, nigga. No, nah, I'm just playing. But uh, you shout know, out to dope, Mike, man. man. I cried when he died, man. Shout out to my man Steve, man. My man Steve. Oh, yeah, uh, shout out to Steve, I man. I got different feelings about Michael, though, man. I ain't even sure about that, motherfucker. Oh, well, listen, we will not bash MJ I ain't bashing, but all you, you know got to do is look at that shit online, man. That shit's some weird shit. Guys. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. My, so, Mike was into some Clearly, alcohol he did some shit. shit that was wrong. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. He wasn't no fucking angel. So, but you know what's crazy? Like, Neither was his daddy. Oh, yeah, man. R.I.P. Papa Joe, man. Oh, yeah. Shout out to, to Austin, man. Uh, Mike's nephew, man. One of my favorite singers. I met him once and shit. He told me his mama lived in Louisville. Shout out to Reba oh, wow. Jackson. Yeah, okay. yeah. I hear that. That's crazy. So you was in, in Michael Jackson's house, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ghost of Michael, nigga. Come around the corner. Man, shout out to Mike, man. That's crazy. And then we lost another legend, man. Miss Aretha Franklin, man. She done, oh. She's gone, man. R-E-S-P-C-T. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, dog. Yeah. You see that bullshit? You don't remember that? Like... You're too young, huh? You, you remember the Rapping Duke? Nah. The Rapping Duke the Hall. Yeah. You know what he said about Rita Franklin? Let me rock it, Rita Franklin. No. You don't remember that lyric? Uh-uh. He, yeah, he came out. He was like, Rita Franklin, let me rock it, let me rock it. Rita Franklin. <laughs> yeah, nigga, the Rapping Duke. I, I keep thinking about that shit since she passed, man. That shit is wild. The yeah. rapper just dropped that. You remember that shit though? Yeah, I remember the rapping Duke. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I thought you were. Dog. Yeah, man, I'm an old soul, man. I'm an old soul and shit. But it's crazy, man. Like we losing a lot of these legends and shit. There's not gonna be motherfuckers like that, you know. I think it kind of stops. Legends like like Soldier Boy. Oh fuck! Uh, legends of who? Look, hey, his stats speak for themselves, sir. True that. True Niggas that. Is but breaking records. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but it is what it is. Yeah, but he's a legend in his own right. But I when don't you, know. Hey. Your grandparents was Superman that hoe, and True I that. see you. True Whole that. stadiums. Yeah, hell yeah. No, no, no. Think about not to that. discredit him yeah. and shit. You can't. <laughs> but we can't go from yeah, you Aretha can. the Soldier Boy. I am. Then you look at record sales. Cardi B. Uh, Breaking records. True that. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj broke all those records, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. She just put her album out, man. She's she like, wasn't too happy about it. She's not breaking, but she's number two. Yeah, I know. Mad, though. I fuck shit. 
I would love that problem where I would be mad that I'm number two. I'm hoping two motherfuckers listen to this podcast. And I'm hoping it's two motherfuckers I don't hey, know. Because I got at least two listening to my shit. Don't trip. That's what's up. That's they what's up. Right <laughs> but I would love to have that problem, man. A lot of people would. Yeah. But that, when you get so big and you've done so much and you've killed so much of the game, you should be disappointed at being number two. Right, right. Your whole work click, their whole click is always debut number one. Yeah, hell yeah. And it's been a good, what, almost 10 years now, probably? I yeah, mean, Drake and her, I'm at, what, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years? I don't yeah, know. yeah. I'll say about 10. It's yeah, they've been steady. It's been a while. So, do you think it was harder getting into the industry or just working in the industry Fucking back then? About what? Or now? I'm working in the industry for me? Yeah, just being a black entertainer, actor, personality, and industry was a harder then or now? I've always just found it as a competitive field, and uh, some cats just get lucky, some cats don't. So either you work hard at it or you don't, dog. Like, for me personally, I'm about that grind. Right. I get a high out of looking, seeking, and conquering. Hell yeah. And um, it ain't going to just come to you. You got to go find that shit. And so that's what I pride myself on, trying to figure out a new lane, a new situation to get in. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate that. Thank you, Chamberlain. Appreciate that. Trying to get him right now, player. Trying to get him. Kavika, what you talking about, man? You talking smack over there? Am <laughs> so, I kidding you? Something they, they didn't do, and which is good, they didn't make you out to be the crazy, angry black man. Not too but, much. But, in I sense. mean, because Camille was there. She was kind of sort of the angry black woman. woman. Yeah. And I tried not to get upset. Right. But the house, whole house was against me. Mm-hmm. And they didn't like my party antics. And I told them, if you guys want me to act accordingly for you, clean this motherfucker up. Right. Because one thing I am is I'm going to clean my fucking. So right. cleanliness is godliness, nigga. And it's fucked up when they make us. We couldn't take our trash out because the paparazzi would look through our trash. Oh, shit. So our trash had to stay in the house until the last minute. Uh-huh. Then we put it out. But motherfuckers didn't want to wake the fuck up to put the trash out. Ah, uh, okay. Nigga named Side just coming home. Six in the morning. Uh-huh. I took the trash out. But you know what the problem? I got to invite the trash man into the house to help me take the trash can. Oh, shit. There's like 30-some bags of trash there to take out. That's behind-the-scenes shit that we didn't know that, you know, I got to keep the fucking trash, you know, at the yeah, last minute. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Fuck. And it only came once a week. So it was different, you did. Yeah. So what, what do you think about the state of uh, reality TV right now? I like where it's at, dog. I mean, a lot of cats try and hate. Oh, it won't be here forever. It's just as... It's, no, no, nigga. Reality TV is here to stay. Get the fuck used to it. Like you used to watching sports, get used to watching reality. Hell yeah. Period, point blank. Now, a lot of people don't know, too, I've worked behind the scenes on 40 different reality shows. Okay. Um, I got on my show trying to be a casting agent uh-huh. and or director, and so I've casted for 40 whatnot shows. Hell yeah. Everything was- from Survivor to, like... Bachelor, Bachelorette, uh, some of the home improvement shows, dating shows, all that, done all that shit, dog. What was some shit that you said you had to do where you was overseas and you had to, like, date some different girls or pick, like, 50 different I girls was, or some um, shit, 200 girls? I had to interview 500 women yeah, yeah. for Joe Millionaire. Yeah, there you go. We're doing international version, and I had to go over to Sweden right. for Ooh. two and a half months. Some sweet and pussy. My job was to go to <laughs> all of these <laughs> shopping areas, club areas bar areas, all the nice restaurants, and experience that in Sweden. And they pay me quite a bit of money to do so. Oh, God damn. International party liaison. Yes, yes. That's fucked up, man. God yes. damn, in a good way. 
So before we take out, man, you want to leave us with anything else you want to let us know? Hey, my thing is this. I try and keep it real in any and every situation. You should do the same. I think, um, I think people need to realize that we're only here for a certain amount of time. We have a chance to make an imprint in the world, whatever it may be. Hopefully it's something positive. You choose to make that imprint in the world. And for me, I look back behind me and see people younger than me, not necessarily kids, but adults, but that are younger than me doing different things and getting out there and experience the world for all it has to offer. Mm -hmm. I would just tell everybody, just travel, experience this life, live it to the fullest. Don't look back and be like, oh, I should have done this or I should have done that. Don't regret shit. Hell if you yeah. believe in what you're doing, you'll always fucking be someone that has a good time. That's right. If you don't believe in that shit, that's different. You know? Hand me that bag over there. Let me see what you got over there, man. I just want to smell that real quick. Of course, we in Cali, we got the greens. So, I'm going to leave this with y'all. If you can slow down on your drinking and do a little more smoking, you might be better off. Let me see. This is no good. Oh, uh, yeah, man. This shit became legal January 1st for everybody. Oh, yeah. We got them herbals, y'all. <laughs> Right, let them know your, all your social media, man. Yeah, man, check me out. Everything I am is Cyrus MTV, S-Y-R-U-S MTV. Um, hit me up. Follow me, like me, whatever you want to do with that. I respond in everybody. I'll let your boy, man. It's Cyrus. That's Instagram, Twitter. Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Snapchat is all Cyrus MTV, S-Y-R-U-S MTV. YouTube channel is YouTube.com backslash Cyrus MTV as well. Check me out. Give me a shout. Follow me. If you're looking for a good time, follow me. If not, don't fuck with me. Hell yeah. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at GCUE502. That's GQ502. You can follow me on Snapchat, Fresh with three H's, 502. So this is a fresh podcast, and we out this motherfucker. Y'all be cool. Bitch. Black, positive people. Obama, bitches. Hey, fuck Trump. <laughs>